nugget designed to help you weather the challenging times we're living through. Our reading today comes from Mark chapter 1, verses 21 through 28. And they went into Capernaum, and immediately on the Sabbath he entered the synagogue and was teaching. And they were astonished at his teaching, for he taught them as one who had authority and not as the scribes. And immediately there was in the synagogue a man with an unclean spirit. And he cried out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent and come out of him. And the unclean spirit, convulsing him and crying out with a loud voice, came out of him. And they were all amazed, so that they questioned among themselves, saying, What is this? A new teaching with authority. He commands even the unclean spirits, and they obey him. And at once his fame spread everywhere throughout all the surrounding region of Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. Now let's pray together and ask him to make our understanding plain. Lord, we thank you for the fact that you come to help us. You not only help the speaker and the preacher and the teacher, but you help the listener. And we need that today. So help us to understand and rejoice in what you have to teach us. We'll thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to talk to you today about a word with power. You know, everybody loves the Charlie Brown TV specials done years ago, I suppose. Uh, Do you remember them? Do you remember a Charlie Brown Christmas? Or it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown. Those are the two that I remember. And one gag in those shows that always made me giggle was the voice of Charlie Brown's teacher. Do you remember? You could never hear articulate words coming from the teacher. Only the sound of a muted trumpet saying, walk, 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 walk. Something was being communicated, but nobody was able to understand it, I suppose. And apparently that same kind of teaching had been going on in the synagogue in Capernaum on a regular basis before Jesus showed up one day. The teachers that had preceded him were learned men authorized by the authorities to teach the scriptures, I'm sure. The congregation was more or less used to their ways, probably. Doubtless, they had their favorites, as all congregations have their preferences among teachers. And then one day, Jesus showed up, and everything changed. People went to the synagogue in that day, just as people go to church in our day. It's fairly certain that the motive that we have in mind when we go to church, whether we can articulate it or not, is that we come to church hoping to encounter God. Something in our soul longs for his presence. Something in our mind hungers to hear his teaching. And often what we receive when we come to church is good enough in its place. But have you ever wondered what it would be like if God showed up and preached? Well, the day that Jesus walked into the synagogue in Capernaum, God did show up and he did preach. And the result was striking. Our text tells us that Jesus went into the synagogue and he began to teach. It was the custom in that day to invite traveling teachers, rabbis, to read the scripture and to give an explanation of its meaning when they visited. But can you picture the scene the day that Jesus showed up? Jesus came in and was invited to read the scripture and say a few words to the congregation. Probably nobody expected too much from him. Now, after all, this was at the very beginning of Jesus' public ministry. 
So they didn't know all that much about him. But what a shock they all experienced when he began to teach. His teaching wasn't like the usual authorities they heard. Something was far different in this teacher's approach. There were two reactions in the synagogue, we're told. One reaction came from the crowd. In a word, they were astonished. They had seldom heard anything to equal it. There was a sense in their souls that something far different from the usual was happening when this man spoke. He had power. He had an authority that they could sense in their hearts. Their usual teachers had authority too, but all the authority they had was an outward authority conferred by others, not proceeding from their inmost being. Their authority was the authority of diplomas, degrees, ordination by the proper authorities. But this man, this traveling rabbi, this one-time carpenter, when he spoke, they knew in their hearts that they were listening to someone who knew, not just someone who knew about. And that was the first reaction. The second reaction was just as notable. There was a man in the crowd, probably a regular, regular attender, that might have had a regular place to sit, probably had a regular group of people that he chatted with while he was waiting for the service to start. But something was badly wrong with this fellow. The text tells us that he was a man with an unclean spirit, meaning that he was a man deeply in Satan's grip. A demon had moved into the house of his soul, and in the secret corners of his heart, he was totally consumed by unholy passions. How many times had he come to synagogue? Did anyone in the congregation guess what the truth was about him? When Jesus began to speak, like the crowd, this man began to sense something unusual in his heart, and what he sensed terrified him. After a while, the demon within him could no longer contain himself, shouting out, What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? Well, I know who you are. You're the Holy One of God. No sooner had the demon made his presence known than Jesus was commanding him to be muzzled and come out of him. And to the shock of the crowd, the man fell to the floor in convulsions and the demon was gone. And now the amazement of the crowd was complete. What is this? A new teaching with authority, they said. He commands even the unclean spirits and they obey him. The sense of the presence of God that they had felt in their souls while Jesus was speaking became a certainty when they witnessed the authority of his words to defeat, to defeat Satan's host. Now what does this mean for us today? Well, let me suggest to you that what we need today is this same word with power that Jesus displayed in the synagogue that day. Every generation needs this. Times really haven't changed. The crowd is still the crowd. Satan is still Satan. And Jesus is still Jesus. He still does his work of destroying the works of the devil through spirit-empowered preaching and teaching among men. And there's no substitute for this. No social program, no educational improvement, no political leader can provide a remedy for the devil's damage to God's creation. The only recovery comes through God showing up in spirit-empowered preaching and teaching. Now let's respond to this realization in prayer. 
Lord, with gratitude, we confess that your spirit and your word are still hungered for among us. Show us your power. Teach us your ways. Destroy the works of Satan in our generation and we'll bless your name. Hear our prayer for Jesus' sake. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Join us Sundays for our online service at 9 a.m. or our on-site services at 9 and 11 a.m. And we also have an on-site evening service at 6 p.m. And check out the App Store on your iPhone or the Play Store on your Android mobile device to download our new BFC app. Search for BFC Sebring to get your copy. Thanks again for joining us. Stay safe.